0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Monday, April 29th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Spain's socialist party has won the country's general election. Airlines are facing a profit hit over the grounding of Boeing 737 Max jet, and Deutsche Bank's chairman stands by the investment bank's turnaround efforts. Plus, you might know Tom Barrack is a prolific Trump ally and a savvy investor. But there's much more to know about the Colony Capital chief executive. We talk to the FT's private equity correspondent Mark Vandeveld, and learn more. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Spain's Socialist Party has won the country's general election, taking 123 seats. The win means that Prime Minister and Socialist Party leader Pedro Sánchez may not need the support of Catalan separatists to assemble a majority. Together with the far-left Podemos Party, Mr. Sánchez has 166 seats in the 350-seat Congress. Spain's ultra-nationalist Vox party also made a decisive breakthrough, having won 24 seats. It's the first time a far-right party will have a sizable representation in parliament since the death of dictator Francisco Franco more than 40 years ago. Meanwhile, the center-right People's Party had a historic loss, losing more than half its seats and hemorrhaging support to Vox. This is Spain's third general election in four years, and it leaves the country's politics more fractured and polarized than at any time in its recent democratic history. U.S. and U.K. airlines are bracing for a combined profit hit worth hundreds of millions of dollars in the wake of Boeing grounding its 737 MAX aircraft. All of Boeing's MAX aircrafts have been grounded worldwide since March 13th, Boeing is completing a software fix for its flawed anti-stall system. The system played a role in bringing down two MAX aircrafts in the past six months, killing 346 people. Boeing will hold its annual investor meeting today in Chicago, and there's the prospect that the American aircraft manufacturer will face significant costs for compensating customers. The company is also facing calls for a boardroom shakeup from shareholder advisory groups. Airlines, analysts, and industry sources say the exact number due to 737 operators is impossible to estimate, since it's still unknown when the plane can return to service. Deutsche Bank's chairman says the bank doesn't need a strategy overhaul. This came less than a week after merger talks collapsed with Commerce Bank. In an interview with the FT, Paul Ackleitner defended the current turnaround efforts at the investment bank. The bank's most recent earnings revealed that profits were ahead of expectations, but revenues for its corporate and investment bank were down 14% compared with the same period last year. Eckleitner rejected the idea that a more fundamental shift was required at Deutsche Bank. He noted, though, that this was his personal view, and that the management board is responsible for the lender's strategy. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. Tom Barrack has been synonymous with success in the real estate landscape for a long time. He's dealt with big-name clients like pop star Michael Jackson and even became friendly with Donald Trump before his time in the White House. But Mark Vandevelde, who covers private equity for the FT, says there's more to the Colony Capital chief executive than meets the eye. The FT's Amy Keene sat down with Mark to talk about his latest profile on Barrack. So what did you know about Mr. Barrack before you started reporting this particular piece?
1: Yeah, well, before I started working on the piece, I guess I knew what everybody else knows about him, which is he's popped up on television an awful lot, especially since 2016, because he's close friends with Donald Trump and was one of his earliest and most vocal supporters during the presidential campaign. He's also been in the business press quite a lot recently because Colony Capital, the company that he runs, has lost two thirds of its value since the merger at the beginning of 2017, which hasn't gone very well And there are also a bunch of activist investors who are campaigning for things to change at his businesses. So I thought it was an interesting time to take a look at him.
0: And so what did you find out?
1: Well, what I wanted to know was just how good is he as an investor? and by reputation he's a great and very interesting investor because he's been willing to put money on things that everybody else was running away from so back in the early 1990s he was one of the few people who was investing in the u.s real estate market and that turned out to be a great move because prices were as low as they would ever be and also in 2009 He uh, advanced the money to Michael Jackson at a time when Jackson hadn't worked for a decade and no bank would help him. So he's got a reputation for plowing into places that no one else wants to go. And what I wanted to know was, what are the results of that?
0: And so what did you find out then?
1: He's got such a a diverse portfolio of assets that it's difficult to come up with a definitive verdict about how he's done overall. Uh, Some of these are backed by private equity funds where the money comes from institutional investors like public pension funds for example and some of them are backed by stock market investors and some of them are what his associates called club deals where actually we don't know who the investors are and we don't know how much money the deals have made so it's difficult to be definitive But if you look at just the private equity funds that he raised between 1991 and 2015, you can see that there's a really mixed track record. So the best ones uh, did really well, returning something like $1.95 to investors for every dollar that they put in. The worst one returned about 45 cents. And the most recent ones, it's been between $1.14 and $1.63. So not bad. Now, You have to take those numbers with a pinch of salt, because Colony says that they're not the right ones to look at. And it's complicated to add them up to see whether investors gained money overall or whether they lost it. And that's what we've tried to do in the piece. But I will say, if you read it, I think you'll find that the record is decidedly mixed. So I guess Tom Barak pops up on television a lot. He's lately been on television defending Donald Trump, defending Saudi Arabia over uh, the killing of one of its citizens inside one of its consulates. and I guess the next time he pops up on television, uh, people what people who've read this story will have in the back of their minds is you know, when people introduce him as an entr- a contrarian investor who's had runaway successes, actually, the story's
0: more complicated than that. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. We'll be following Google's parent company, Alphabet, and Spotify. Both are expected to report earnings today. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news.
1: Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. Good credit. If you own or operate a business What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, copyright 2024. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellencat.com